This week on the Derek's Live, we're talking about becoming the version of yourself that your children deserve. You owe it to them. You owe it to yourself. Stop making fucking excuses. Let's get it. guys welcome to Derek's live i'm sean i'm gonna be your host tonight here with my beautiful wife emily how you doing emily i'm good how are you i'm digging that i hope i hope you guys like it i hope it wasn't too much i don't really care if it was but seriously uh welcome hope you guys are having a good night or a good morning or a good <laughs> afternoon or whatever time of day you're listening to this at because it's late here and we're getting it in had a, a long day but um, enjoying the process and putting the work in nonetheless. How are you, Em? I'm good. I um, enjoyed football weekend. Oh, I did not enjoy <laughs> football weekend. It was a rough Gator game, but it was a good football weekend. It was a good football weekend. Uh, Bama barely barely squeaked, squeaked it, out. it out. Florida got their ass kicked by fucking Kentucky. It's ridiculous. And then mm. the Jags lost today. Washington. So... All those Georgia fans, though, I bet they're happy. They're finally number one in something. So they might go back-to-back for the first time. Be something. They're going to have to learn how to read. All right. <laughs> well, then. We we love SEC football, and there is all is fair in love and football. football. So welcome to the show, guys. We're glad you're here today, and uh, thanks for, for listening. Thank you guys for everybody that's just been been tagging along and listening and showing up for the lives sharing shit it's been really cool yeah we are definitely humbled by the amount of support that we've gotten through this so we are so grateful for every one of you that has liked shared subscribed and just tagged along for the journey it's it's been definitely uh an awesome experience so (laughs) we're uh, we're excited about this week's episode and our our topic that we're talking about but we've got a couple of housekeeping things we want to get out of the way here um First and foremost, we want to reiterate a couple of things. Um, we we definitely love the the feedback, the like, subscribe, leave a review. Um, and one of the other things that we want to mention is this is not a church podcast. I know that we had a couple of people ask. Yeah, a couple of people actually reached out this yeah. week and were like, hey, so is this going to be a church thing? Because I don't know that I want to do a church thing. It's not a church thing. Um I'll let you talk to that a little bit. Well, and it's it's not a bad thing. This is who we are. For this sure. is where we came from. And the church the that episode needed to happen so that you could see where we are and where we're going. Mm-hmm. And that is a big piece of this puzzle. Um so and it's gonna kind of weave in and out of everything that we do because it it played such a big part in mm-hmm. our history. So but the that is not the goal of this. Our the goal is really to reach out 
and to walk with you on this journey. We want you to become the best version of yourself that's possible. And we want you to be the best version for your family and for your kids. So, Yeah, I mean, our goal is just to add some value to your life, right? And uh, we're trying to figure this shit out too. Not a, not have not arrived by any stretch of the imagination, but I feel like every day we're getting a little bit better than we were yesterday. Yeah. And, and that's the goal here, right? So we, uh, we wanted to also talk to you guys about release dates. We've, we've really been struggling, uh, to get these things out on time just because of the day that we picked to drop episodes. Did we just, we made a mistake there. We didn't put a lot of uh, forethought into that. Well, and we didn't really take into account our, like the schedule that was yeah. happening with our, like homeschool schedule and we kind of planned everything before we actually started back full time because we kind of part time went through the summer with homeschooling but we started back September 1st which is kind of about the same time we started podcasting and so everything changed so we're gonna we're gonna push our release date back to Wednesdays that'll give us a little bit more flow through the weekend to get uh, episode structured a little bit better and and probably record a little bit sooner than the night of and be able to put some better content together for you guys. So watch for episode four on uh, on Wednesday and uh, thanks for, for following along. But our, our heart is that if, if you're getting something out of this, please make sure you're sharing it. Um, this episode particularly, uh, we think that you're, uh, you're going to like this. And so if this adds value to your life, uh, think about someone else's life that it might add some value to and, yeah. and make sure that you get it in their hands so that they can hear it too. So, um, and part of that is following on all of the different, if you like us on Spotify, like us on Apple podcast, YouTube, follow us on all the places, all the places, um, and share as, as it comes up, share the live, share the podcast as much as you can. So, so we're jumping in, Sean, what can you kind of describe what the goal of this episode is? Well, we want you to stop sucking. (laughs) Because we sucked for a long time, and some ways we still suck, but we're trying not to suck anymore. Um, and so, you, I don't know if you've if you've been following us, if you're even a little bit close to us, you may have noticed over the last like one to two years, um, especially over the last few months, that we've really tried to to be a little bit different and to to step up a little bit more. We're really trying to put more content out there and to, to do some things in our, our professional lives to, to better our family and ourselves, our personal lives, our personal our lives. Health. Yeah. Like our, it's, it's all, all around. Yeah. We're, we're opening all the closets and throwing out all the shit and figuring out what's worth putting back in the closet. Yeah. And some of that shit's should have been taken in the dump a long time ago. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think in, you know, we're not there yet. Right. Right. And so we've really struggled with the idea of bringing some of this topic to, to the forefront because you almost feel like you have to like arrive. Yeah. Like I need to, to have like seven or 12 figures in the bank to be able to hop on a podcast and, and help people. And I just don't, it's, it's an insecurity I think yeah. that we struggle with. And, um, I think that there's people out there that need to hear this. And if, if we don't do this, then I think we'll regret it. Well, and it, it's always like you can wait for somebody else to do it, but yeah. how long are you going to wait? And if we're doing this and we're walking this journey and you can walk with us, then why not, you know, just kind of help each other up this well, mountain. Just the fucking feedback we've gotten already two yeah. episodes in has, has been phenomenal. So 
you know, I, I know that there's going to be people that listen to this and like, who the fuck is this guy? Or who the <laughs> fuck is she? Who do they think they are? You know, and, and that's cool. You know, do you, but go do it somewhere else. We don't, we don't, that's okay. Well, and check back in six months because yeah, you might recognize us by then. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't know. We're, we're not trying to, you know, be Insta famous or any shit like that. We just want you to fucking be able to get what we're getting and you almost feel like you're robbing your your friends and your yeah. family in the world if you don't share. And and that's the reality, right? <laughs> and so one of the things that that really really fucked us up is we were on this this stage. It wasn't a stage. We were at an event and someone on the stage said, "Hey, you owe your kids the best version of yourself you can give them." And it, I mean, it was like a stab to the heart. It like makes me fucking almost get teary-eyed just to say it. Because I fucked that up for a long time, right? Um, And I think we've been trying for a long time. Like, I think there was these these little moments in our lives that we were just, we caused us to kind of do some self-evaluation in the last two to three years that have have really just kind of flipped our world upside down from the, the... openness and and transparency that we um you know <laughs> tackled those discussions with each other in our marriage and holding each other accountable for those things yeah. but like eventually we had to look in the mirror and decide individually that it was time to not suck anymore yeah right and to hold each other accountable and to hold each other accountable for that, that. decision but it, it was kind of crazy you know we um we really arrived at that at different moments yeah and so I know for me, like I was in a job where I was not making great money, but I wasn't making horrible money, um, very service oriented, heavy labor, uh, long, long fucking hours. And I got like go and it was like, well, fuck, what am I going to do now? Um, and I, I had been kind of on this journey um, before I got let go. I had read Gary V's book. Um, crushing it. We're going to give a copy of that away on the live on Thursday. And we'll give you some more details at the end of this episode. Yeah. So, so, so make, make sure it's a fucking awesome book, but it changed my life. Um, and like the whole premise of the book is, is just figuring out what makes you tick really. Right. And, and realizing that there's so much more to life than a, a fucking degree or a nine to five or, you know, whatever you're stuck in. And so, through that, we we decided to to kind of make some changes in our life. It was kind of a process, um, but we ended up at this conference in that process. Yeah, it was kind of our our birthday gift to you. <laughs> so you were like, I think I want to go to this. I'm like, well, it's kind of around your birthday. Let's do it. Yeah, so I, I'd been watching this guy on fucking some of these Facebook sales groups that I'm a part of. Like there's like entrepreneur groups and whatever. And, and this guy, Ryan Stuman had been in this sales group that he started and dropping content. And I really liked his stuff. And he was putting this, um, this event on. And I was like, you know, it, it, it wasn't horrible, expensive, um, but it wasn't like cheap. Um, and to fly out to Dallas and buy hotels and all that fun shit. So, you know, but, but we, we spent some money on this thing. Yeah. And so, but it was like, Hey, it's my birthday. Fuck you. We're, we're going that wasn't it, that, but well, it, it was. I think that was a part of it. Like we don't really know what this is, but mm-hmm. we think that this might 
be the next step. Yeah. So how let's go and we'll kind of play it by ear. You know, if it works, it works. If not, it was a, a good excuse to get away for the weekend and celebrate your birthday. Yeah. And we had a great time. And we did, but it it was really a catalyst, oh. I think, for so many things. When we got back, it was like, okay, we're not going to just sit idle. We're not going to just wait for things to happen. Well, and really, like, there had been this shift prior. as a couple yeah. prior to that. And so you read um, Andy Andrews', Andrews. book, Seven Principles. Yep. And I said, you have to read this. Like made me read this book. I was like, and I wasn't like, I read from time to time. I'll read maybe three books a year, if that, on on an average year. And she's like, no, you got to fucking read this book. You got to read this book. And something shifted because we read it together. Together. And it allowed us to have open dialogue and conversation like, did you get to this part yet? What did you think about Mm -hmm. that? And it, it really was like this crazy dynamic that I wasn't expecting, no, but I was so hopeful well, for. Well, it's been really cool because I, I know like, like we've been married for 15 years, right? And you get to a place in marriage where like you talk about the kids, yeah. right? Like you know each other. Like yeah. I can, we can finish each other's sentences. I know what you're feeling for dinner. You know when I've had a bad day at work and we haven't talked. Like we just, we know. No, yeah. And so like our, a lot of our conversation has dwelled upon <laughs> like, Oh, what these kids do today yeah. or what's going on with this one or, um, and that's important, yeah, but it absolutely. shouldn't be the, the majority of our, but like time. when we started reading together, yeah. it really brought a whole nother like intellectual piece into our marriage that yeah. we hadn't really experienced well, before. And intimacy too, because sure. it allowed us to kind of dig deep into each other. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It it definitely it, was it a different level. Definitely of improved intimacy. our sex life, I think, for sure. So, <laughs> fellas, go read. With go your read wife. with your wife, <laughs> and she will do dirty things for you. It's it's a phenomenal. So, <clears throat> I'll, I'll mute that out, but I'm I'm not going to. <laughs> so, and you know, for me that that leaving work moment was was kind of like when I arrived and 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 really started to make that change and just trying to dig deeper into to what was going on. I started a company that failed miserably and um I got lazy and kind of had to reevaluate again um COVID cost me you know my business but a lot of it was at at my hands and not preparing well for that and just not being um prepared I just wasn't I didn't I didn't expect it and hadn't prepared anything like no emergency fund or anything like that so I fucked up on that. And so I dived into another career. I jumped into back into solar sales and uh, never really looked back on that. But it's it's definitely been a change. Um, and then trying to to lose some weight in the process. Um, I'm down a, a pretty good bit. But but there's there's all these areas in our life that we we keep stuff in these closets in. And we just become okay with it and decide that it's just okay to suck in that area. So when when for you was that moment that you said, I'm not going to suck anymore? Like what, what changed for you? Well, I mean, it was a couple of different things. And like you said, it's kind of been over the course of several years. I, I think the first shift happened when we started the fostering adoptive process mm-hmm. and we brought children into our lives that were already somewhat grown um, because it was like, you know, diving headfirst into a volcano. Um, and you just kind of have to figure it out, like what is important and what makes sense. But I think that this shift 
you know, being out where we are, having the rural lifestyle and kind of relying on each other and the land and our our family, I guess, yeah, made me realize that like there's so much that I over overestimated and underestimated. I, I totally thought that there was so much more value in the piece of paper degree and Well I think we're we're sold this fucking thing as kids, right? That like we have to go to school. We you have to go to college and become a a doctor or a lawyer or a CNA and you know, there's no in between. Like you're going to either make 15 bucks an hour for the rest of your life, or you're going to go to school and, and maybe make six figures if you're lucky. Yeah. Um, and that's all there is to life. You know, you have one or the other. And for the most part, if you think about it, that's what happens. That's what happens. You know, I know people who have been at dead end fucking jobs their entire life and have no um, ambition to do anything besides that. Right. Um, you know, if, if you've ever worked in a fast food restaurant, you know, somebody who's in their latter years in life, that's, that's still there and has probably been a lifer. You know, I I can go back and and look at people that I work with in in the food industry that are still in that industry. And not that there's anything wrong with the food industry. Look like for some people, your happiness and your, uh, you know, where you're going looks different, but I think you should always want better for yourself and, and to excel at whatever you're doing. Well, and it's not always tied to finances. No, not at all. So like your journey might look very different than ours, but if your journey is moving up that mountain and it's finding happiness, it's finding health, it's finding like that family aspect that you can rely on those people and surrounding yourself with the people that will encourage you to be the best version of you, whether you have a million dollars in the bank or $10 in the bank, mm-hmm. you're still moving in the right direction. Well, I think it's, it's really interesting when we talk about like your version of a success, because for us, even those have been different. different. Yeah. You know, for, for me, um, I, I came from a broken home. Um, <laughs> my dad has been in prison since I was very, very young. I had, you know, I watched my, my mom as a single mother. She had boyfriends in and out of her life as, um, to, pretty main relationships, but neither one of them were very financial, um, you know, successful. It, we always scraped by. We didn't have a lot, um, bought clothes from friends and hand-me-downs and like, we didn't have a lot. And so for me, I wrapped a lot of my success and my value in having those things. And so that's where I've always like, my, my goal has always been to make more money this year than I did the year before. It's just something, even when I was 15 working at fucking pizza hut that, that was my goal. Like, Hey, what do I need to do to do more next year? Like it's gotta be better next year because I'm not doing this year again. And it, most of the time that works out, there's been a year or two that that hasn't. Um, (laughs) but the, the goal for me has always been to be financially more stable than I was the year before. Um, and I, I think that that's been a lot of the driving forces, that upbringing and the lack as a child, um, that defined my, my need for that. And so for me, I, I tie a lot of my success up in financial worth. But I don't. And mm-hmm. I never have. Never have. <laughs> so like, I remember being seven-ish, maybe eight years old, and laying out like my dream life. And I wanted to have five kids. I wanted to have a dog. I wanted to have a farm. And I was going to call it horse feathers. Like I had the, like, this was it. I wanted to live near Ocala. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to go to football games because I, even at seven years old, I was a Gator fan. 
um, much to my mother's dismay because she went to Florida State for college. (laughs) So, like, I was a Gator fan. Like, I think I was born a Gator fan. Like, I bleed orange and blue. And uh, we bought this property. I'm like, okay, this is it. I've arrived. (laughs) I even have, like, extra kids, extra dogs. Now I've got chickens and guineas and bunny rabbits. (laughs) When we we bought this place, I I bought, like, a a used single wide to drop on this thing to live because there was nothing here. And I was like, I promise you I'm going to get a house. She's like, I don't need a house. This is freaking awesome. I got everything. I know we're getting a house. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not living in this piece of shit for the rest of my life. So, but I mean, but the comparison between like my, and we kind of grew up in very similar backgrounds. We didn't have a lot financially Uh and you know, my parents were divorced. So there was definitely times of like scarcity. Well, but I think your, your dad kind of became successful. He did. Um, but he also, struggle greatly with great success mm-hmm. oftentimes comes the opposite well and i think that's that's part of it like i know even us we've made some frivolous mistakes right. and um when you don't have an understanding of money yes. and you don't come from a background that is used to having money you know you get it I, and you the, just the, go crazy the first month you make 50 or 60k in a month you're like shit like you, you go do some stupid stuff with that yeah. usually um and you don't have to like there are all kinds of ways to not go do stupid stuff now. Yeah. So um, I'm I'm not advocating for that in any way. <laughs> anyway. So, but it, you know, in keeping with that story, my aha moment wasn't so much an aha moment as it was an oh shit moment. Mm-hmm. We we got to this point where we had two that had been starting in public school, and it just became absolute chaos. And that was the kick in the butt. Like, okay. That I can't, I can't provide what you need if you're away from our home in a place that I can't help you seven, eight hours a day. Yeah. I mean, so for, for you, it it was, you know, you concentrate much more and and it's not that it's not important to me. It's just that I'm, I'm out paying the bills and she's out, um, growing and raising lions. (laughs) Um, and we, we do a lot of raising like lion raising together, um, but Emily is predominantly, you know, she's here all the time and I'm out of the house working. And so that the shift um, where she started homeschooling our girls really changed a lot in our family dynamic and really, really accelerated, I think, um, our desire to really just be what we felt like they deserved out yeah. of us, right? And what we wanted for them. Yeah. That we want to raise them in an environment of continually growing and pushing the boundaries mm-hmm. and not being content with where they're at. And I, I think that was like the, the first moment when they wanted to hold our oldest back in kindergarten that mm-hmm. she was delayed and they were trying to give us diagnosis. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think that all of that fits. I yeah. think that she just needs to have some place where she can express herself and you weren't, you're not letting her do that. And the moment that we introduced art, the moment that we introduced creativity, I mean, it was like you just lit a rocket and she just exploded. Well, like learning how to like, if you, if you're not teaching to your kids skills and and like learning how they learn and what makes them tick, you're really missing the boat. Um, you know, I, I would say, uh, even a, a fish looks foolish if you ask him to climb a tree or some yeah. shit like that. 
You know, there's some things that people just can't do. Yeah. We're not all the same. And there's some things that they can do amazing, amazing. but you put them in this box and they never get mm-hmm. to shine. And the moment that they get to shine, I, I, their whole world changes. Well, and that's the thing. Some of y'all been locked in a fucking box your yeah. whole life because you've listened to what a parent or a teacher or, or some asshole manager or something has degraded you yeah. to and you don't see your worth anymore yep. and so i i know it's it's so easy to get stuck in this perpetual fucking loop that hey, i've just got to go pay the bills i'm gonna go make my my 15 or my 20 or my 30 bucks an hour um i'm just gonna ship the kids off and do whatever uh, and you just get stuck and you just keep doing this same thing over and over again because you don't see any other way yeah but i'm telling you there's another fucking way and yeah. You've got to find that for you. Our way is not like there's not a wrong way, a right way. Everybody's thing looks different. Yeah. Um, but stop just being okay with mediocrity. Yeah. Stop being okay sucking. Like you don't have to suck. Well, and there's so much more. Like the moment that you really step out of that boat and just go for it, it's really quite insane the doors that just kind of open up and the, mm-hmm. the things that are pulling you towards greatness if you just take the, that, that leak of faith. Yeah. And your kids are worth it. Your lineage is worth that risk. Well, and I think that's been like the biggest, one of the biggest things for us, right, is I know for me, like my family name has never had a lot of value. Um, you know, both of my parents are high school dropouts love me unconditionally and I love my parents. Um, but they didn't come from a lot. Um, they've were not, you know, my dad's been in prison my whole fucking life. He was 18, 19 years old when he went away. Um, I was born very young. And so I've, I've been raised with a, you know, a fatherless home. Um, I had a alcoholic one stepdad who was an alcoholic and another one who was a drug addict. And there just was never this male model in my life to say, hey, this is what you can do and this is what you can't. Um, You know, for me, college wasn't an option. You know, we didn't have the finances to go to college and I damn sure wasn't a good enough student to to get any type of scholarship. I got expelled in school. I was a fuck up by every stretch of the imagination. Um, So when I graduated high school, I just went to work. That's what I was, you know, that was the only option. I didn't have another option. But I think even early on, I mean, you were 18 when we met. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah. You were 18. Yeah. Just turned 18, I think. I I think the moment that we started talking about kids and about a future, you're like, listen, this is it. This is forever. I'm not not going to leave you. You're not going to leave. We're, if we're doing this, we're doing this all the way and I'm going to be there for my kids. Like that was the expectation from the moment that we started having that conversation. Right. Both of us have always had a desire to have a family and to raise a strong family. Yes. Um, because I think that was something we were longing for right. in our own life. We, you know, that was the missing piece for, for us sure. and we wanted it so desperately for ourselves. And that when we found each other and that it was a common piece that we kind of latched onto that. So, you know, for us, like the, the journey here is, is about not affecting so much today, but it's, we want to make sure that we're leaving a legacy for our grandchildren's grandchildren, that they know who we were and they know that we were the ones that put them in the position that they were at because they're before us, like there was nothing right. Like someone has to fucking be the one to figure out how this thing works and to change your family tree. It might as well fucking be you. Yeah. Right. And so it's not, 
it's not going to happen until you do something, though. You owe your children the best version of you you can be. And, and it takes action. It takes action. 100% action. It's a 100% commitment. Yes. It's everything you think about and, and making a good decision and every fucking thing you do and not fucking settling and not allowing what, what we call, uh, what Ryan would call the force of average yes. to come into your life and just fuck you all the time because you're, you, you allow it. You know, it's, it's so easy. You know, this is the third fucking take we've shot tonight and yeah. we could have just been like, no, going to bed. We fought with a two-year-old all night long. She didn't go down until after 10. And and here we are. And we're fucking doing it because yeah. we we know that this is what's required of us to get to where we want to be. Yep. We want to be here adding value to your fucking life and giving ourselves to you so that they'll know who we were. Yeah. Right? And if and that's it. Like we want our girls to see those values instilled in all of our kids. We want those values to be instilled in all of them. And they can see that and learn that through us as an example. And you can be that 100%. for your family. 100%. So Sean, if, if we're making that decision, what are some first steps? What are some things that we can do right off the bat that would start this journey if you you say i really want to start something where do we start i think the first thing you have to do is you have to accept that you're in the position you're in because of you yes right there's so many people who want to be like just so quick to say well i didn't have this and i didn't have that and i didn't have this opportunity and that this this person didn't do this for me and and the reality is is that all of that is true right but there are a lot of fucking people out there who have made it in this country because they went out and took it yep they went out and earned it earned it. They did the work and they got where they wanted to be in spite of. Yes. Right. And it's, it's your fault if you don't have it. And, and that's the first thing you have to accept. If you're not where you want to be, it's nobody else's fault, but your own go out there and do the work and fucking take it and own it and, and own it. Good, bad, ugly. Otherwise, if it doesn't work, it's on you. If it does work, it's on you and own that part of that that decision and that part of that action step. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And so it's, it's, it starts with you. If you can't own it, you'll never get where you want to be because it's always going to be somebody else's fault that you didn't make it. There was never enough time or never enough money. Stop making fucking excuses and go out and do it and own it. So if we're, we're on that journey and we're saying, okay, I, I I can make that commitment. I can own this decision. I'm going to own being different tomorrow and the next day and the next day, and it's taking one day at a time. What are some steps that I can start tomorrow that would start me on that next step? Well, the, the first thing I would say is start reading because I, I know, like, I have never, never been a reader. And when I tell you I I've never been a reader, like, fucking AR books, I faked every fucking AR <laughs> thing I ever did. Um, I read, like, two fucking books in middle school and high school I don't know how I squeaked out of high school without doing a bunch of, I do know I went to a school for retards, but (laughs) you know, I, I I was, I've never enjoyed reading ever. And so when audible came around though, audible has changed my fucking life, Yes, you know? And so read, um, I'm reading on an average, uh, four to five books a month. Um, if I'm getting some, some smaller books in as many as 10 or 15, Yeah, I think one, one month you hit 12 and then, then the next month, I think you hit 17. So I, I'm, I'm really, I'm just trying to absorb everything that I can and, and we're doing a lot of it together. It's yeah. been really cool. 
So the majority of the books, if you are married, if you have a spouse, mm-hmm. if you have older children, teenage children, and we do it with our toddlers, we listen to books yeah. in the car. And we, they love it. They I cannot believe how much my two five and seven year old pick up that fucking Andy Andrews book that we yes. read, um, and and that's what really started our reading thing. Yep. I think is is we read uh, Seven Principles by uh, Andy Andrews. We're gonna have um, our top five list drop on Facebook this week, so check out the Facebook page. You'll be able to get our top five books there. Um, but we we read that. Well, Emily read that, and she was like, "Hey, Sean, you got to read this." Yeah. I was in my craft room, like just devouring it and like taking notes. Mm-hmm. And like I had post-its on the wall. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, you have to read this book. This is amazing. You're like, okay. I'm like, no, for real. This is, this is different. This is a really good book. And, so. and I'm like, <clears throat> she gets excited about shit all the time. And I'm like, okay, honey, that's, that's <laughs> sure. But she wouldn't leave me alone about it. And so I started listening to it in the car. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I drive a lot for work. So I get the opportunity to to have a lot of quiet time that Emily doesn't have the luxury of having because she's got three fucking kids running around all the time screaming. And so I listened to all of my, my books in the car for for the most part. And so I started reading it and then we started really dialoguing about it and and talking about it. And it got to the point that we were caught up and we were reading it together or I don't know. Did you restart it? I I restarted it. So I finished it and started it again. (laughs) And so it, it was just, it was really cool. Um, being able to, to dive into that together. And so, you know, it, it really, um, we talked about this a little bit earlier. It, it really allowed us to have um, a different intellectual connection that I don't think we had had before. Yeah. Um, I know that like we've, we talk a lot about our kids and um, you know, our professional careers, but outside it, of it that, just, it, it was kind of dry yeah, for, in some ways, in some ways. But that was definitely, it allowed us to have an intellectual and an intimacy mm-hmm. that we were just, we would lay in bed and talk about what we read. And what did you think about that? How would you do that? What yeah. would you say? How would you say that? And could you apply this? How would I apply this with the kids? Help me, let help me understand this so I can explain it to the kids. Yeah. And that was a really cool, I mean, it goes back to the kids, but it was a conversation that we had for what's important to us and what we value, which is our family. And it was just a really neat experience to have together. Well, and it, I think it even allowed us to be more intimate together in, in a way. And I mean, I don't know, it did all kinds of things for our marriage, even outside of just the intellectual growth that we've experienced. <laughs> so it, it's been really cool. So so definitely um, get in some books and, and figure out, you know, what what makes you tick, what, what you need, evaluate yourself in, in that. And I think if you're reading the right books, Growth has to happen, right? Yes. And and listen, stay out of the fiction section. Yeah, you know it's 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 okay every now and then if if that's what does it for you. There's nothing wrong with that, but you need to be to be spending some time on some things that add value to your life. And there are some fiction books, sure, that actually fit this narrative. Well, so, Traveler's Gift yeah, is the so perfect the Traveler's example. Traveler's Gift is Andy Andrews' fictional story that plays into mm-hmm. the Seven Principles. Another one that's really good is Ogmandino. Um, oh, what's the name of that? Uh, the greatest salesman. The greatest salesman, yeah. and he, he has a trilogy, very similar ideas, but it's presented in a fictional story. So, if fiction speaks to you, there is a ton of fiction out there that is laced with principles, principles yeah. and like valuable nonfiction stuff is weaved in. Mm-hmm. So, find that kind of stuff. And from like a housekeeping standpoint, this does not have to cost you a fortune. 
Library cards are free. Oh, free, hundred percent. And most libraries have audiobooks and, now too. I don't know if you know that or not, but and a lot of libraries actually have a digital subscription, yes. so you don't even have to go, you don't have to, to, go to the, the library. library. You can just you get can, the audiobook right on the fucking library yeah, website, right from the phone. It's pretty dope. There's a lot of uh, our li- our local library actually has an app. It's not great, but you can request books and they have them ready for you when you get there, or you can download books. Um, and read them right on your phone or listen to them. And so this does not have to go cost you a fortune. If money is tight, this is still a step that you can take today. Yeah, owning it, part of owning it is not making excuses anymore, right. right? Like if you're going to own it and you're going to say, hey, I suck because of me <coughs> and I'm going to get better because of me, you don't get to make excuses anymore. If, if you say, if, if you hear yourself saying, oh, but, or, oh, I only I, if, I, like say, yeah. stop that shit. Stop telling yourself that. Get that out of your head and say, no, how do I fucking make it happen? Yeah. Because you, you're going to have to start making it happen. Your kids deserve that. Go make it happen. And so, Emily, talking about that and in, in the next steps, what is, what's the next thing that people can do pretty easily to, to kind of get started here and, and accelerate themselves? Well, a lot of where you are is the people that you surround yourself with. Mm. So choosing wisely the people that are in your life that are feeding you and encouraging you. You do not want somebody in your life that is constantly tearing you down, telling you not worthy, telling you that you're never going to be successful for sure, telling you, Oh, that's a stupid idea. Oh, of course go to the library. That's, that's a great way to spend your afternoon. That's not the kind of put them hater blockers on. Yeah. You do not need that in your life. Find the people that add value and are smarter than you. Well, you may have heard, before you're the sum of the five people you surround yourself with right and so think about the five people you spend the most time with in your life right now and you're the sum of those people you you just are i know we were yep and if you don't like the sum of those people then you have to change those people Mm -hmm. you have to make a decision these are the people i'm going to surround myself with well look it doesn't mean you cut people out of your life we still love people and you know people are people but it means being purposeful to spend time with the right people yeah and going out of our way, yeah. inviting the right people to dinner, inviting people over to hang out like, hey, I'll cook you dinner. Please come to my house and hang out. Please let me talk to you. <laughs> but that's it's a silly thing. But I'm already cooking mm-hmm. for five people. Adding two more yeah. isn't going to change my grocery bill that much. Please come to dinner and have a conversation with us. That was a really easy thing that once we made the decision that we were able to act on pretty quickly. Yeah. And so I think one of the other things, like when you think about it, like there, you get to a certain point where it's hard to, to find people who are doing more. Yes. Right. And, and you may be in that point yourself. And so what we did is we actually went out and find a net, found a networking group that we felt added value to our discussion. Yeah. And so Emily, for us, what, what was that? So that was apex. And we went to that MDM, Mm -hmm. which we've talked about a couple of Times that's million dollar mastermind and it's Ryan Steumann's uh, networking group and it's called Apex and so it's all of these people who are entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs that and it's not any one thing Mm-mm. and they no it's a pretty healthy melting pot yeah, of people I've, but they, it's all people who are hungry yeah and want change and want to do it better and want to do it better for the right reasons for the most part. And I mean, just watching the networking and watching the encouragement, like, Hey, get up, go do this. There is no excuse that's worth this effort. Go, go do the work. Mm -hmm. And we see it every day in and out. And so when we're struggling, it's, like our Facebook feed at this point is mostly these people. Yeah. So like we don't spend time 
like twiddling our thumbs anymore. And it's, it's really crazy. I was looking the other day, I, I have a Facebook problem and I think like six months ago I would spend like a couple hours a day scrolling through social media. Um, and I'm down to, to maybe like 30 or 40 minutes a day. Um, and part of that is because of this yeah. and work and, and what we're trying to do, but just replacing that one habit with, Hey, I'm going to listen to a podcast or, yeah. Hey, I'm going to listen to a book. Um, or I'm going to listen to like a, a motivational speech or something like that. Um, I love Spotify's got all kinds of like Eric Thomas and Tony Robbins and all those guys yeah. track to music. And I, I love putting that shit on and getting in the gym and getting better. And that's part of it going yeah. out and finding some health in your life. Um, you know, I had this realization that like, if I don't do fucking something about my weight, I'm not going to be here to walk these kids down the aisle. Yeah. So fuck money. Like, they're yeah, gonna, they're not going to have me yeah. if I don't do something. So, um, you know, I'm down 80 pounds in the last, I don't know, year or so. Um, and about 40 of that's been in the last three months. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, I'm just, just kicking yourself in the ass and realizing like, Hey, you've got to make the change. Yeah. They're worth it. Like you owe them. They didn't ask for this. They didn't ask to be brought into this world. Like I put them here. Yeah. We put them here. It was a decision. And so we are, responsible for that decision and giving them everything that we feel like they should have. Yeah. And if you don't feel like your kid should have all that, that's cool. Like that's not, that's not for me to say, I don't care. You, you give your kids what you feel like is the picture of success and health and wisdom and knowledge that, that you owe them. That's might be different for you. They're also going to be the ones that take care of us in the nursery. Yeah, home. for sure. So, right? <laughs> I want them to have the very best so that we have the very best later in life. <laughs> you reap what you sow. Reap what you so, sow. And I am planting those seeds down deep. Like, so if one oh. of y'all little shits are listening to this, daddy loves you. <laughs> but mommy loves you more. No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't. So to my oldest daughter, I love you most. But, uh, you know, so... Another thing that's kind of simple that doesn't cost anything. Oh, and we've struggled with this one a little bit. Like it's a habit you have to build, right? We kind of held each other accountable. We had Mm -hmm. this conversation last night. Like we are going to do this on purpose every night. And if we start to go lay down, we're going to wake each other up. Mm -hmm. Like, nope, we need to do this real quick. And that thing is a gratitude journal. And it sounds so cheesy. It does a little bit. Doesn't it sound cheesy? Like, oh, I'm going to write down all the stuff I'm fucking thankful for today. Yay. Except it's literally in every book Everything. that we've read. So, but it builds what it does. And, and we, we did it for a little while. Um, we were using, there's, there's lots of ways you can do this. I mean, yes. you keep a paper journal, you can use a note app. Um, Ryan Stuman has a free app called G code that kind of gives you um, a breakdown there. And that's what we were doing. Yeah. Um, it also holds you accountable for like your workout and what you spent time on for the day. So right. if you're looking for something that's just, it's free, doesn't it's cost anything. Easy. It's really easy. It's just a cool tool that he puts out in the universe for, for people to add value to. So, um, but what it does is it forces you to look for things through a thankful lens, yeah. right? It, it forces you to say, Hey, what good happened today at the end of the day? And, and so I, I know like I'm kind of a pessimistic person, no, not you. Well, I, I prefer <laughs> realistic. I'm a realistic person. I don't like a lot of fluffy bullshit. It, it is or it isn't. You did or you didn't. Don't bullshit me. Yeah. Okay. And so at the end of the day, I'm, I'm looking for all the flaws 
that I fucked up so that I can not fuck up again tomorrow. And so you almost like, I know for myself, I get into this negative perspective a lot looking at that and be like, man, I was a, I was a fucking loser today. I didn't do what I needed to do. And you, you kind of get down on yourself, but the, the gratitude aspect forces me to go in and, and look for things that were positive in my day. Yeah. And it changes your, your framing on things. It changes the way you talk and the way you think. And those are all super fucking important. It, it really changes your mindset. So, and for you stay at home moms out there, for oh, you homeschool yeah. moms, it is so easy to be like, oh my gosh, we just barely survived today. I just want to have a glass of wine and go to bed. Please don't touch me. Please don't talk to me. And this one thing allowed me to kind of just refocus. Like we started on this journey and it was like the first couple of days were so terrible and the kids were like out of control. It was chaos and it would rain and then somebody Mm -hmm. would fall down and scrape their knee. And immediately what I saw wasn't everything's ruined. My whole schedule's off. It was okay. How can we make this Mm -hmm. make sense? How can I find something to be thankful for in this terrible moment? And it shifted my thinking with my kids in a way that it didn't ruin my day. And I was able to refocus and not lose myself in the, in the grind of being with them all the time and go find fun and see the world through their eyes and just taking five minutes to see the world through your children's eyes, I promise you, you will find something to be thankful for. Well, and look, here's the reality, right? Most of this, a, a lot of this getting better and, and, and growing comes through like your train of thought, yes. right? Like that's, that's like 70, 80% of it. The rest of it's doing, and you've got to do a lot of doing, Yeah. but you're not ever going to keep doing unless you get in the right frame of mind. Yes. And that's the hard part is getting there and staying there. I know like in sales, like we oh, struggle with this as sales guys because it's it's such a mind game, right? And you've got to be in the right frame of mind. And if the, the best sales guys in the world are those ones that just don't let shit affect them, they're able to stay in and zone in and and stay in that place that just they're just super productive all the time. And and that's a it's hard. It's yeah. it's a it's exhausting sometimes. And so if if you can hack your brain. To, to say, fuck everything else. I'm going to be grateful. I'm going to be happy. And I'm just going to keep doing. I'm going to yeah. persist. I'm not going to give up and, and fuck whatever else happens. Yeah. It'll just be okay. Right? And and that's that's 90% of it. If you can do that, you'll get this. Yes. And so I, I think what we want you to get from this is that, that you're worth the risk. You owe it to yourself. You owe it to your fucking kids. You owe to, it to your spouse. To your spouse. You owe it to your wife or your husband. To, to be better tomorrow than you were today. Yes. Right? If if you are looking at your life and you're the same person physically, emotionally, mentally that you were a year ago, two years ago, six months ago, you need to evaluate yourself and do something different. Get off the fucking couch. Go do the work. Yeah. Everything you want is on the other side of hard. Get up and do hard. Yeah. Right? It, it sucks. But you you can't sit and talk about all the fucking flaws in your life and all the flaws in the world and how you got shortchanged and do nothing about it. Yeah. You lose the right. You forfeit that conversation when you fail to act. And you start acting. It's It really is perpetual motion. Mm-hmm. It, you take one step, you take two steps, and it starts rolling down the hill. And 
there will be everything coming against you. But as long as you keep taking the next step and the next step, it doesn't even have to be big steps. Just take the next step and go. It's one good choice at a time. I know when I started my weight loss thing, like when I I had an annual like a little over a year ago, I was 467. And I, I didn't have like this coming to Jesus moment. I just said, man, I need to start making some better choices. And I did. You know, and it wasn't drastic shit. No. It was little, and I still have a long way to go. I'm nowhere near where I need to be. I'm only down to 380, but I've got to get to where I want to be. But it's one good choice at a time. It's going through the drive-thru and ordering a grilled chicken sandwich instead of a fucking quarter pounder. And you know? getting an unsweet tea and getting an unsweet soda. tea. Yeah. And that's how it started was just making little choices. And then a couple months ago when I added exercise in, it changed everything yeah. for me. Um, but you, you've got to fucking do something. And so I, I heard a quote recently. It's pretty popular. I've heard it before, but it's, it's successes for rent and rents due every fucking day. You got to go do the work every day. You can't just, just stand by idle and expect things to be better. You can't have a lottery mindset. Oh, one day I'm going to be wealthy. I'm going to hit that fucking Powerball. No, you're not. It's never going to happen. I mean, buy the ticket. Don't not play if you want to play, but fucking go do some work, right? Go fucking put in the time and invest in your family because they deserve it. And remember that this is not a microwave fix. Like you are not going to get two minutes into this and be like, everything's better. The here is the reality that you're going to get two minutes, two days, two weeks into this, and it's going to be fucking it's hard. Suck. You're going to be like, man, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. This is dumb. Your muscles are going to ache. Your brain's going to hurt. You're going to be overwhelmed, but you have to keep going. And here's the thing. Like, if it doesn't, if you're like, oh, I'm just doing fucking phenomenal, then you're probably not. You probably need to surround some people with your in your life to put some accountability in and say, hey, this is where you need to change, or hey, this is what's going on. Put those people in your life and allow them to talk into your life and give them permission yes. and say, hey, man, when I fuck up, I expect you to tell me that I fucked up. So, and if you know us, you know that you can reach out to us. We want those people in our lives. If you're on this journey, walk it with us. Mm-hmm. If you want an accountability partner, reach us in the DMs, message us on any of the socials because we we're on this journey too, and we're looking for people that'll hold us accountable. And it's not about being unkind. We want to do it in a kind way, mm. but it's it's real. And when you mess up, we want, it needs to get fixed. I think sometimes real feels unkind. It does. Right? Like sometimes when we're real with each other, like my wife says shit to me sometimes, like, man, that was fucked up. <laughs> You're a bitch. <laughs> the fuck are you talking to? But then like, I'll shut my mouth and go out in the corner and feel sorry for myself and i'm like man she's right yeah. and, and and vice, and vice versa, versa. Yeah. you know like we give each other the permission to talk into each other's life about that and hold each other accountable and we give each other a moment to be mad mm-hmm. and then we get to work and like there's there's sometimes where we have to come back and have more conversation yeah right but dig into it with your spouse and if you don't have a spouse go be the version of you that your spouse is going to deserve yeah that's right good. You know, because someday you're going to have a husband or a wife out there that's going to rely on you to be their everything or to be part of their everything. And they deserve the best version of you you can give them. And you attract what you put out there. Absolutely. You want to be fucking... If you want a spouse that's healthy and intelligent, you have to be healthy and intelligent. You, You attract what you put into this world. So 
if you're not married and you want to be married, you better start doing the things that you need to do that would attract the person Mm -hmm. that you want in your life. Oh, I want to get that lover boy that's athletic and successful and owns a company and makes lots of money. You're not going to find him at the club. You're going to find him at the gym. And you're not going to find him (laughs) on your couch playing video games either. So, you know, there's, there's go out and fucking do the work. Go put yourself in rooms with people that you want to be around that you want to live life with. Go put yourself in the room. Yeah. If you want to be in a room, if you want to marry a CEO, then you need to be in a room where there are CEOs. And the only way to do that is to become a CEO yourself. But I mean, really you got to be at least in that mindset. So if I'm going to be, if I want that in my life, then I'm going to look for those people, those network groups. For sure. Like, yeah, you can get into some like business groups or marketing or or there's, there's lots of ways to get access to the people that you want, even just social media and, and connecting with those people on social media. But guys, the the first step and, and the last step are the same. You got to own it. You know, you've, you've got to come to a place where you look in the mirror and you see the person looking back and you're just not happy with who it is. I know, you know, for me that that's what happened. Like I just, I don't want to be this fat piece of shit anymore. My family deserves better. I'm going to put myself in a position to be here and I'm not there yet. I'm still a fat piece of shit, but I'm better than I was yesterday. And that's what it's about. It's just about being better tomorrow. Tomorrow needs a better version of you. Yes. Believe me, tomorrow needs the best version of us that we can give it because tomorrow's looking pretty fucked up in a lot of ways, right? Our, our kids deserve a the, better chance, a better chance than what we were given and what's out there right now. And the only way we can change that is to change ourselves now. Mm-hmm. We have to lay that foundation now so they can walk on steady ground and build it up right. My kids are going to be lions. I feel sorry for the boy that tries to, <laughs> to to marry any of my daughters. Yeah. Any of them. All of them. They are going to be strong, courageous, forceful, and unapologetic in every aspect of their life. And so were their children because I'm going to raise them to raise lions. Yeah. We are not going to settle for mediocre, and you shouldn't either. So stop letting the force of average fuck you and go do the work. So kind of finishing this out, we we want to encourage you on that first step. And so what we are going to do on our live this week is we're actually going to give away um, a couple of copies of some books that we found to be valuable on our first steps. Mm-hmm. What books are we giving away, Sean? So I think we've got a couple copies of uh, Crushing It by Gary Vaynerchuk. This is one that really, uh, really changed my life. Um, probably definitely on my my top five. Um, you know, just a, a an awesome book about just, just discovering who you are and, and what makes you tick and, and what's, what is out there that we were told could never be. So we're going to give a copy of that away. I think we should probably give a copy away of, do we have some traveler's gifts around him? Yeah, I've got a copy of traveler's gift that we're going to give away. And I think that we're going to do um, the seven principles. as well. Seven principles. Cool. So if you want to enter and you prefer fictional stories, the traveler's gift. You know, oh yeah. It's a great, it's a great, great story. And it's the same information just presented in a fictional, mm-hmm. fictional story. Um, the seven principles digs deeper, but it, it's the same principles throughout the book. It was really cool for me to read both of those and see how I learned differently from yeah. each of them. Cause they're both the same 
the same subject matter, the same content, just presented in a different perspective. Yeah. One is very um, informative and nonfiction, and the other one is very like just traced into a story. Yeah. So very cool. So how how do you enter to win a copy of one of these books, Sean? So all we're going to ask you to do this week is uh, share this episode of the podcast on one of your social media feeds. feeds. Um, that'll get you an entry, and then just show up on uh, on Thursday for ten thirty. That'll get you another entry, and you got to be liked and subscribed to win. So, and once we pick a winner, we'll reach out and get your address, and we'll yeah. get that book in the mail. Drop it in the mail, postage paid. Yeah. We'll even autograph it for you. We'll I'll be, even yeah, autograph it for your you. excuses and everything right inside of it. So uh, make sure you get you show up on Thursday for that. Would uh, really like to to give away all of those copies this week and uh, make sure someone gets some good some good meat out of that. Um, but guys, if, if you know somebody who you think, uh, would get something from this, um, and listen, if, if you've been stuck in the rut yourself and you just need some more help, please reach out. We're happy to, to talk through some stuff with you if you need it, but share this thing. There's, there's someone in your life that can get something out of this episode for sure. So please make sure you're, you're sharing this on your social media. It helps us grow. Leave that five-star review. We really appreciate it. Um, we're, we're trying to, to do something here and, and we need your help. So be that blessing for us and save us the marketing dollars that we're going to have to spend and just share it for free. We'll, we'll be happy and we'll, we'll throw a book at you. I mean, not literally, but <laughs> I mean, if you need us, to, if you need us to, we will, we can throw it at you, but we'll also just mail it. Good stuff. So Emily, anything else we need to touch on today? No, again, just thank you everybody for being here. Um, and remember that we are here to hold each other accountable. Mm-hmm. Let's walk this journey together. For sure. Well, guys, thanks for coming out. Next week, we're uh, we're talking about some cool shit next week, too, so stay tuned. Um, we'll see you at 1030 on our live on Thursday. That's 1030 Eastern time on Thursday, so make sure you're, you're down for that and catch that book giveaway. We'll see you then. Fuck your excuses.